0: Welcome into a new episode of Crossing Swords. I am your host, Ty B. Today I'll be joined by Dwayne, and we got down on Long Island. I'll be nice to him because the Isles are doing great. None no other than Dewey Crocs, our boy Cats. But first, a shout out for our sponsor, Paza Electric. Give him a shout at 716 698 2711. Pazda electric is a residential and commercial electrical company can help with any project you need. doesn't matter if it's just a service call or installing a new backup generator or upgrading your fuse or circuit breaker, let them know train sports sent you and they'll hook you up with a little discount. Again, 716-698-2711. All right, boys, it's round two of the playoffs and we got to start right there with the aisles getting a huge, huge win in that series over the Capitol, sending them home, firing their coach, did the same thing to Florida. It's looking like a great, great year for the Isles Cats. Yes,
1: sir. The boys are bringing out the dancing ghoul, and you guys have seen it all over social media. We are pumped down here. They're playing some good hockey. All it took was a couple of months to get healthy. Uh, I got JG, Pajot, Andy Green acclimated to the system. And obviously, UC Trotz, uh had the upper hand playing the Capitals. He knew how to handle them and he handled them. Well, we gave him the gentleman's sweep. We gave him one win, but we took care of business.
0: Yep. They gave him one and seriously it was really only one period. You really gave to him and they got yeah. the, you know, three goals in that mm-hmm. comeback there real quick. Dwayne, what'd you see in that series? I think the Isles just looked really, really good playing their style of hockey, uh, sort of low event hockey. If you will, they're not going to get up and down the ice continuously, they're going to make it tough for you. And when they get chances, they were burying.
2: I mean, it just looks like a Barry Trots coached hockey team, man. They're, you know, there's so much, um, like, you know, they stick to the system. They, uh, they're, resp- they're extremely responsible on their own end. Back check, they forecheck, you know. Everybody has a role in that team, and everybody plays that role well in that team. And that's why they're succeeding so well, and they're getting great goaltending
0: seriously right now they're playing phenomenal hockey you look at their expected goals for they're right up there towards the top with the teams like tampa and colorado and vegas um, at at about 55 percent or so and they're gonna go into this series with the flyers just feeling very confident i think um, when you saw this Flyers team going in from the round robin into the first round, you saw, you know, Carter Hart standing on his head. Well, he didn't necessarily do that, that whole series. He had a few games where he looked very shaky. He looked very beatable. And I think guys like Pajot and Bovillier who've been playing very, very good hockey are going to be able to find ways to put it past him. Do you think the goal, the goalkeeping, Oh, goalkeeping. I've been watching soccer today, Champions League. Sorry. <laughs> the goaltending for the for the uh, Isles can keep up in this series, Cats.
1: Uh yeah, I mean Varley and Hart are just averaging right under two goals against the game. Farley's right around a one six, seven, and Connor Hot is right around 1.71, one So it's gonna be a goaltending duel. It's just who's gonna play better in front of them.
0: Yeah, seriously. I think what's really interesting is you have a, a team like the Islanders who you know, have struggled to score goals, but they're figuring out a way to do it in the playoffs. Not necessarily the most beautiful goals, but guys like Anthony Bovillia, I can't praise him enough right now. He's a guy I've liked, you know, coming into the playoffs, but him this year, like he's earning himself a payday. Everyone sort of thought, you know, he's a third, fourth line guy, but he's playing on the power play right now and looking great, Cats.
1: I mean, you're not going to see the boys put up five, six, or even seven goals a game. That's just not their style we play. But the secondary scoring has turned it up. Look what happened last year against Pittsburgh in that first series. You had Jordan Eberle leading the team in points that first series, really getting the weight off Marzal's shoulders. But we also want, you know, our first line center, Matt Marzal, to turn it up a little bit. He's got three goals and four assists. I think he could do a little more. Um, our power play is a little shaky. We went like one for 20-something that whole series. Didn't do us justice. But the Capitals only scored three five-on-five goals against us, and that's what we're going to carry into the next, season, uh, next series.
0: Yeah, and speaking about Carter Hart a little bit here, Dwayne, what do you think about his confidence right now? He almost got yanked there in one of those games, and then the goal was overturned. They kept him in. Like, how do you think he's feeling, a young guy with a lot of pressure on his shoulders right now?
2: Well, honestly, man, like you said, he's a young kid, but I think he's handled himself very well. Um, he's in the the one goalie in these playoffs I've had the most fun watching because just he carries this type of swagger about him where he's very cool and collective. And that, like, you know, here's the thing about being a goalie is when you get scored on, and this is where it's different being in the bubble and not having fans is, you know, especially if you're you're the away goalie is you know you get scored on you hear the fans erupt behind you you have a red light flash behind you you have people celebrating your face you know and some goalies, you know don't know how to handle that as well as others and with this being Carter's like a playoff debut i think it does him a little bit of a justice not having that fan, fan base behind him mm-hmm. cuz he, he he doesn't have to block that out it's just
0: yeah he doesn't him have him and his team cats yelling has, behind him from yeah, the upper exactly. deck yeah exactly
2: it's him and his it's him and his team but even so he's he's handled himself very well like even when he almost got yanked, he still, he still, you know, figured it out, and you know, they won the series, and you know, you you don't find that type of swagger normally in, in goalies at his age, who've come onto the scene like the way he did. Um, I mean, look at Bennington. Look at Bennington at yeah. St. Louis, Like he, struggling. He's. Going, I, I still can't believe they had him play in that last game. Like you know, the guy, the guy showed nothing in any of the round robin... No, nothing. In any of those round robin games that showed that he was ready to be there, that he was in the zone. Like, and then you had Jake Allen come in and win you two games, and then you throw Bennington back in there, what, because he helped you? I mean, I get it. He helped you win a cup there before, but he's, like... He, he, you gotta realize, these guys are coming off, like, a mm-hmm. five-month, like, off-season, essentially. And you get thrown right back, and you're in the fucking playoffs.
1: Yeah, and,
2: you just gotta
0: ride whoever's hot at yeah, that point.
2: Yeah, exactly. You should ride who's and Obviously, Bennington... You just can't find your game, like it, 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 especially. I mean, it's, I should it's say, the worst. You, you can,
0: but it's the worst time to try to play through it. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: like you know what I mean. Like in the season, in the regular season, like okay, maybe you get you know, you know, you have a couple rough games that you figure out in practice. Like there's no time to figure it out in the playoffs. Like you need to figure it out right then and there. Jake Allen, you know, Allen had it figured out. You know, mm-hmm. Bennington didn't, and that's what. There was, but with Carter Hart, like you know, yeah, he allowed a couple soft ones, and he almost got yanked, and that goal got overturned. So, but he came back in, and he collected himself. He got himself back in the zone. He went, and they, and they fucking won the series. So, you know, I I've loved watching him. Um, I know Cully is huge on Carter Hart right now. He, he's a big, he, he's big on Philly. Um, I I you know I I, I just I just I, I like what the Flyers have in that organization because you have a goalie on such a cheap deal that's playing as well as he is right now, and that gives you so much ability to build more in front of him over the next couple of years. So, like, I mean, I would even, not even just talking about this playoff, watch out for the Flyers over the next couple of years, man, because they're going to have some money to spend, and they're going to be able to spend it having a goalie that's playing as well as Carter Hart, you know, on such a cheap deal.
0: Yeah, seriously, you don't want to piss away those years when you can have no. goalies on very cheap money, especially when you yep. look at – What they have with some of these guys who are going to need to get paid coming down the pipeline in the next couple of years, this was a perfect year. Is a perfect year for them to still strike. Let's get (laughs) into this. Let's 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 make our predictions for this this series. series. You got the Flyers minus one twenty-five, Islanders plus one hundred five. Real close on the odds for this series. The Flyers were the favorites after the round robin to win the Stanley Cup. That's kind of flipped up on its head. Not the case right now. I've picked against the Islanders both of their series so far. Cats, I'm going to pick against them right now so I don't mush them. Although I do have faith in the Islanders to get it done, I'm going to say Flyers and seven so I don't mush them. Cats, what do you think? Man, I
1: appreciate it. You know, if the boys are winning, you're going to get some. Keep sleeping, keep sleeping. It's fine. Hope those PJ's still fit, Tavares, huh? How's that for you? We got two playoff series win in Toronto. How many do you have? I'm sure Dwayne's fired up about that, right? Love that. <laughs> but Isles, Isles and six, man. They're they're a very tough team. Trotz has them on lock. Their response after Game Four was. Great. I, I hope I never see a disappointing performance again, but it's going to happen. But the response that they have for bad games, you can't beat it. Isles and six. All right, Dwayne, lay it on me. What do you got? I'm going to say
2: Flyers and the six. And that's nothing against the Islanders organization. I think they have a very promising future uh, over on Long Island. I can't wait to see them move into that new arena, you know, once we're back to normalcy. But uh, I just think there's just too much experience up front with the Flyers. Uh, too much – and, again, this is not taking away from the Islanders. It's too much experience, uh, skill, and then I, you essentially have a goaltender who's been playing out of his mind over the past – you know, just the past year. Um, so, and lo- it looks like, again, like we saw him almost get yanked, but then he can't went back in and he figured it out. So, you know, I like that a lot about Carter. How, like I said, he plays with a swagger that uh you know you don't see most young goalies have so uh i'm gonna say i'm gonna say flyers and say
0: all right we'll we'll move on we'll stay in the east where we have the tampa bay lightning and the boston bruins an absolute monster matchup here in the second yep. round that's why i think the second round almost every year is better just because you have constant you have more games going on still and you have some very very great matchups and Generally, at least the way the new playoff system's gone, you really end up with two powerhouse teams usually in one division, and they end up playing each other before they get to that final there. But we had game one just finished, 3-2 final, Boston took it. I think they're playing really good hockey right now. They're not missing Tuka Rask at all. They signed a goalie to a contract extension in the middle of the game. Uh, I think they're, you know, firing at all cylinders right now. They are a playoff hockey team and you have guys like Pasternak who are turning up at the right time. Dwayne, what are your thoughts early on in that series?
2: Well, I think this series and I come down to one guy playing or one guy not playing. It's Steven Stamkos going to play. Um, Cause I think if Steven Stamkos does play, I think you have to tilt it more towards the Tampa Bay lightning because they're 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 built they're built to win. Granted, what happened last year against Columbus, um, you have one of the best goalies in the world, and that you have two of the best goal scorers in the world on your team. You have possibly a top three, if not the best defenseman, the best defenseman in the world on your team. Like they have all the pieces in place. You just you know, hopefully this is the year where Cooper can bring it together for them. Uh, but it really I think it's really contingent on whether or not Sam Coast will play.
0: Yep. Uh, right now, Cooper kind of still doesn't really have a timetable or released a timetable. Stamkos said he suffered like a little minor hiccup within his rehabbing. He was getting back on the ice, moving around a lot, but that is a huge, huge difference maker. If they can get yeah. him back on the ice, obviously you have some solid goaltending there with Vasilevsky and you have some decent defense Um sans Zach Bogosian, who's just been taking tons of penalties, but whatever. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Uh, Cats, what what are you thinking after a big Bruins win there in game one?
1: Uh, I mean, that's huge to get on the board first, but that's a lot of playoff hockey on that Boston Bruins roster. They uh, can go the distance with any team, and they proved it uh, last year. Fortunately, after that game seven, loss to St. Louis, but why wouldn't they just make another run at it? Like I said, that's a lot of playoff experience, but they are a tired team. Like uh, all those years, all those playoff runs, it's going to come to an end soon, but they're still chugging along. Um, a lot of grit on that Boston Bruins team, and that's what Prince me to next point. There's not enough grit in Tampa Bay. Um, you got Stamkos out at probably the most important time of the year almost every year, and you got to feel for that <laughs> locker room. Their captain is just not not around for these playoff games. So you got to see how they're feeling. Um, yeah, like you said, John Cooper has no idea when Stammer's coming back, but not enough grit to get it done for Tampa. And I personally think no Stammer, no Cup. for them.
0: Yeah, they tried to add a little sandpaper there with Bogosian and a few other moves, but I don't think the sandpaper is necessarily the grit you need. Um, you need all of your guys to kind of take that extra step up where you're going to do anything to get your team over the hump to survive. You saw Ovechkin trying to do that for the Capitals, taking pucks off the leg and still trying his hardest even when they were down, but you know, it was just a little too, little too late for them. But yeah, I I think the Bruins are going to take this series It might take 6 or 7, but I think they're going to end up winning it. Dwayne, what what's your prediction? How do you think this one ends up?
2: If 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 if, if Stamkos plays, I'd say Tampa in 7. If he doesn't play, I'm going to say Boston in 6. Um you know, we we talk about how aging Boston is, but not many well, people realize. Man, they they do have a lot of youth on that mm-hmm. roster. You got Charlie McAvoy, the Bros. You had St Stunica, who I yeah, I was living some pipe dream at the last deadline that maybe somehow you know the Bruins would want to make a push and be willing to part with a, a piece like Stanica at the deadline in order to bring in a player like you know just some type of some type of goal scorer, and that somehow the Sabers the Sabers could make a move for a guy like him. I don't know, but uh, you know, because he could definitely fill in, be a, be a, you know, yet future, you know, top two center uh, player for you. But regardless, you know, they got Kasha, you know, DeBrusque. Like they have a lot of youth on that mm-hmm. team too. You know, it's not just old man, Patrice Bergeron and Chara. You know, even, even Marshawn's lost his stuff. But you know, yeah, I, it, that's there's a lot of playoff experience, a lot of winning on that team. So, again, it's all contingent for me on whether Stamkos plays or not. And, if he's, you know, even at 85%, I would still pick Tampa to win in seven over that. But I'm going to say Stamkos plays them in seven. If he doesn't, Boston in six.
0: I like that, Dwayne. I like your train of thought there. Cats, what are you thinking?
1: I've seen Boston play a lot of games living up in New England, and they're just a really tough team to beat. Uh, shout out to my girl Marissa up in Drake and Mass. I see you, girl. But big Boston Bruins fan there. Boston and six for sure. They're just tough to beat. And when it comes down to a series like this, I think that the depth is going to make or break this series. And I think Boston can roll all four lines longer than Tampa can.
0: Yep, I agree mm-hmm. with you there. And let's move on. We got the Canucks, Golden Knights playing right now. I believe it's still 3-0 uh, or early on there in the first the Golden Knights are big favorites to take that series, minus 315. Canucks around 255 or so. I think Vegas looks like possibly the best team right now in the NHL. They're firing on all cylinders. Dwayne, lay it on me. Even with Robin Leonard in there and all this drama with Mark andre Fleury, they're just looking
2: very good. Hey, even with Robin Leonard, Robin Leonard's been playing fine, man. He's winning. He's winning. Was he 9-1 since he's come over to Vegas? I mean – I have no problem with, with either goalie and not. you I mean, um, with what happened with Marc-Andre Fleury today and his agent, you know, Walsh, that was, that was a little lot of left field. Didn't see that coming, and especially and if you look at the type of teammate Marc-Andre Fleury has always been, you have to believe that he had no clue that what was going on with that. I truly do believe it because, you know, anything anyone's ever said about Marc-Andre Fleury is that he's been nothing but – the the best teammate you could possibly have that that would be extremely out of character for him. With that being said, uh, man, I, I just like Vancouver. They, they you know, I hate I hate I hate saying agree with Pierre Maguire, but <laughs> they do remind me so much of that young Blackhawks team that they had during that first Cup run. Um, they have they have the pieces in place. They're getting world-class goaltending from Markstrom. You, you know, Quinn Hughes is playing out of his mind. He's logging heavy, heavy minutes, man. And, you know, you got Patterson, JT Miller, just, you know, all these guys that are performing at an elite level. And, you know, as well as Vegas is playing, man, not, not to take anything from there, You Peter DeBoer, you know, you know I, I, I wasn't sure what to expect back from Vegas this year after they fired a lot out of nowhere but um I would I, I'm gonna I'm gonna honestly my prediction I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with the underdog i going go with my original prediction from the very first pick'em episode we did here at Crossing Swords
1: I'm gonna say Vancouver and seven
0: wow wow cats I don't know if you can get any crazier than that but lay it on me oh that
1: that that is wild yeah I mean Vancouver is just a um, I'm sorry, Vegas is just a big, big team, kind of like the Boston Bruins of the West. We just got done talking about them, but we'll transition to Vegas's game. Uh, yeah, what's going on with Mark andre Fleury? That could be a distraction, and, like, Leonard could just now have his time to shine. You put him in a right winning environment, the guy's going to succeed like what happened on the island here. Then went out to Chicago, Vegas, everybody loves him. He's going to return about the love back. <laughs> It's not <laughs> There's some dark times there, but you give the guy some love, he's going to reciprocate that and give it back to you. But very underrated team in Vancouver. You know our boy Dami Hockey, he's covering the comments. So he's pulling for the Canucks here. Uh, Jacob Markstrom, one of the more underrated stories of the year. But they got some power. They got Quinn Hughes on that blue line, Pedersen, JT Miller, Tyler Toffoli now in the mix. Mm-hmm. I just think that's a very grinding game. Vegas is obviously the bigger team here, um, and they actually just put one away here, uh, March or so, so that's nice. So they're up one nothing. So with that being said, I'm going to go Vancouver in six. I like the, the underdog story here for the Canucks. They're just a nice, like, princess-feeling team in the NHL playoffs right now because no one expected them to come out all cylinders this year.
0: Yeah, I, I just really think Vegas is going get, to get this one done. They're poised for another run. I think, you know, right now they're they're producing some real good scoring chances against the Canucks. I think they're out shooting them right now, 5v5, 5 to 2 And they got two high danger chances already. They're on them early. I think that's the way the series is going to be is, is Vancouver just going to have enough to answer? And are they going to be able to beat Laner enough? And if you see Fleury, you know, it's the same sort of question because you have two really good goaltenders there. Obviously Markstrom's been playing great for Vancouver, but I, I think you got to go with Vegas. Obviously, they have more experience here now. It's you know only three years in, but they have you know legitimate experience at long-term playoff runs. They've been there before. They can get there again. I think Vegas takes this one in. I'm gonna say five. I, what, 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 I really think they're gonna get over the hump.
2: One more one more thing on that though too is in that last game against St. Louis. I don't know if if you all watched that from start to finish, but. You Know Travis Green just kind of like the way everyone's bought in with uh, you know, um, over there on the island with uh, well, I can't remember his name all of a sudden,
0: Trots
2: Trots, yeah, Trots uh, Barry Trots, how they've bought in with Barry Trots and his you know, they bought in, they bought in with, with, with Travis Green. You look at the you look when they took that lead, how well they were playing defensively. There were times in there. Where it looked like St. Louis was on the power play and they weren't, and they couldn't—they couldn't find a shot lane. They couldn't—you they, know—they couldn't find gaps. That you know, just you know, these guys were filling lanes and selling out. Dude, Christopher Tanev is a fucking warrior. I saw I, I don't know if I've ever saw somebody block as many shots in a playoff series in Christopher Tanev well, in this past series.
0: He didn't block. Jonathan laying- Marshall shows shot right there.
2: Well, I, I didn't see on. it. So I'm not in front <laughs> of the TV. I'm just saying, guys. You know, he was he was falling face first in front of Pucks. Seriously. and it you know, you know, you know, Bo Horvat playing like in a madman, you know, Brock Besser playing out of his mind, you know, Pedersen. That that team especially Furtan, oh yeah, Jake Fertan too. Fourth line fighter, like, like that's perfect. Yeah, man. yeah,
1: you Love know, and he's, the and he's gonna do his job.
2: Absolutely. And you know, and I've said it since day one. They have that Probably next to Colorado, the most depth at center out of any team in uh, any team in these playoffs right now, and that's the most important position on any hockey team is having depth at that position. So, yeah, as long as Markstrom keeps playing as well as he is right now, I, dude, I just I I I, I'm, I, I don't want to see him. I, I'm all in. I'm gonna say I'm fucking. I'm all in on Vancouver.
0: I'm <laughs> all right, I'm Dwayne's all in on, all in Vancouver. on Vancouver. If they um, lose, he'll Venmo everyone a
1: thousand dollars. I will not do like that. follow.
0: <laughs> Um will
1: but you're gonna comment, like, tag, three friends, and Dwayne <laughs> will shout you Yo, out thousand dollars on the
2: real, real 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 quick, real quick. Did anyone see that after I I first did that with my first giveaway? There's a certain other account that decided to fucking play, Yo, I wanna do that too. Mr. Ranning Ron with his fucking pictures he grabbed out of his basin of Rob, Ray.
1: Oh Lord. Yo, who's who's winning the gear down cooldowns, Dwayne? Is it me?
2: Uh we'll know we'll know on the 29th. Oh, I did not know there was a and know Maybe you should pay attention. Jeez. I know, we pants. had, you know, uh, we actually got, Um, we <laughs> actually got a lot of, we actually got a lot of donations without videos too. So, you uh, know, on the next episode of uh, Two Goals like, I'll give those guys a shout out. Um, People were too camera shy to do a video. So, but yeah. uh, we raised, we raised a little over, you know, a couple hundred dollars, which is nice. So, you know, whatever.
0: Hey, every little bit helps. It doesn't matter. Yep. But. On to the next series. It's very, very interesting. The Avalanche dropped game one to the Stars. They came out like gangbusters, got a big lead, and were able to hold on there. Um, Right now, the line sits at the Avalanche favorites to win the series. still 135, Stars at plus 115. Obviously, Nathan McKinnon is playing some unbelievable hockey. Can the rest of that team get it done? Can JT Comfer – Nikita Zadarov, ex-Buffalo Sabres products, you know, continue on in the, in the quest for the Sailing Cup. Dwayne, what do you think?
2: Well, here's the thing. Have we got heard anything about Philip Grubauer yet?
0: Oh, I'm have not too sure. Heard,
2: have we heard you know, what, what the timeline on that is? Because that did not look good, guys. That did not look good at all. And to lose your starting goaltender, not seeing Yeah, He's, stud, he's up for
0: game two, at
2: least. Yes, at least. I mean, I figured that much just from watching him get carried off the ice. There's no way that guy's gonna be ready. Um I uh Francois, you know, he's a good backup, but you know, and I'm not saying Kodobin in uh, who is it, Bishop? Bishop's yeah, Bishop's backup, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not saying those guys are elite goaltenders and you know, no right, but so Kadobin's playing well. But you know, that's – it. Just as well as Nathan McKinnon's playing, man, they did not look ready to play in game one. That, you know, they, they got the blow, their doors blown in right there from the get-go. And the Stars are able to hold on. But losing your you're losing your starting goalie like that, that's a tough pill to swallow. So, I mean, they might still be favorites. But, I mean, maybe maybe this is where Francois just kind of like the way Carter Hart came out of the scene, the same way Matt Murray came out of the scene. Yeah. Maybe this is his time to shine. I don't know. I don't know a lot about the guy, you know, I know very little. So we'll see what we'll see what happens here. But if this is gonna come down to, you know, goaltending, I mean, I'm gonna to have to say Dallas in six, man.
0: Yeah, I mean Frank Who played a lot of games. It's like Frank Couz, I believe. Uh, Frank Frank's okay. Yeah, 21-7-4 and four in the regular season when he did have to step in for Philip Grubauer who did battle some injuries yeah. throughout a lot yeah. of that regular season. He played some good hockey. So yep. at least, you know, for being younger, if you will, I guess, green uh, in the NHL, he did get a lot of experience this season. So he's played some of these top teams as well. Um, what's really interesting to me, though, you had Eric Johnson go down with an injury. Um, The same thing with Matt Calvert. They're both ruled questionable uh, to get back out there for game two. I think those are both players that you really need out there. Calvert, um, a role guy who's just going to, you know, pester you on the puck if the puck's deep and cycle it. And they're going to continue to keep up the pressure that Nathan McKinnon's line is going to put on you. And Eric Johnson obviously has been there for quite some time. He's a solid defenseman in his own right. You would very much like to have him out there with your other guys Cats, um, what are you thinking in this series?
1: Man, I think the Avalanche are like favorites to win the cup. You know? Like, that's just a strong team. I said it in one of our last pods before that series started. They're just built differently. And man, did they show it against the Coyotes. They scored like a combined 14 goals in two games. That's nuts. Who else is doing that right now? Ethan McKinnon, probably one of the best pound for pound players, in my opinion. But who am I? Mr. Rando on Long Island. Like, it doesn't matter. But. <laughs> Yeah, without without group hour, it does come down to a goaltending issue for them, and hopefully that locker room stays positive. You know, everyone does their job. You know, Miko Rand, don't forget, still a very very uh, high ceiling player for them. Uh, Nazim Kadri, who is fitting in in that role, and like, so surprisingly, uh, that team is very fun to watch. And you know, you got Tyler Sagan, you got Ben, um, and then um, Icekinen, right in Dallas yep. on the blue line. But getting, a yep. good 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 team, I think. Avalanche in seven. I'm just more of an abs fan than it comes down to it when it comes down to this series. Um haven't really seen the stars play. I know coming into the playoffs they were like almost like O intent, but they snuck in anyway. Um but uh, Avalanche in seven for me. I
0: didn't. Yeah, you know I, you know I'm on the abs
2: Yeah, I mean I like I, I've always been a big fan of the Avalanche. I think they've written the blueprint on how you wanna develop build and develop your hockey team. Same thing with Vancouver. Um, but, again, I, without knowing much, like I said, I, you know, I wasn't even aware of his record in the regular season until, you know, Ty v brought it up. Um, I mean, I, I want him to prove me wrong because that just kind of proves my point that, you know, you don't need a elite – you, know, you, you don't need to pay, pay, pay goalies elite money to win a mm-hmm. Stanley Cup. So, you know, you build the team in front of them, you know, all you, all you really need is an average FS goaltender to win, win a Stanley Cup. So um, – yeah you know now now hearing that that that's how well he played in the regular season I that I wasn't aware of that you know that makes me double think it man 21 and 7 that's a fucking yeah um <laughs> I was a little ignorant to his record man I'm not gonna lie I'll, uh, yeah he
0: he um, had to play he had to play a lot because Grubauer was out I think even going going through most of the winter there and Um, I think he'd gotten back at one point and again. So it's not like, you know, it it was just one long stretch. I think he's kind of proved it at least, you know, for a decent stretch of the season there. Um, I I have my abs future shout out Burrs and Al. We're all riding the abs. Um, I'm just hoping they get there at least. Give me something to really, really root for in the Stanley Cup. So I'll be going wild. I need that to happen. I just really like what Jared Bednar is doing. Um, I think, you know, first line through four, you're getting – a, enough output from all those guys. Let's just hope it can, you know, can keep up here. I don't know if the stars are going to be able to play the same game they played in Game One. That whole series It's going to be very tough. I just, I'm really, really pulling for the ABS. Uh, Ty
1: I like to be get the odds up for the who's got the better best odds for the Stanley Cup. It's got to be the ABS yep. right now.
0: Um, the futures are actually the futures are frozen on the creek. Hold on. God, I got a man. It's close. It's
2: it's close between them and Vegas. I believe so. Yeah. You know, going back ba- back on what you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, with Kadri um, fitting in well. Honestly, I'm not at all surprised about Kadri fitting well into that lineup, just because you know, you're when you play in Toronto, man, you you're always gonna go have a lot of scrutiny. Um, no matter who you are, you know, Matthews gonna get scrutinized. Tomorrow Media get eat scrutinized. you up. They do, and you know, Kadri, you know. Was the victim of that often when he was in Toronto? Now, now you give him an opportunity to go to Colorado, where you know you have a lot of other sports franchises, you know, in that in, in that area. So maybe you kind of you can kind of fly under the radar and just play your part on that team. Whereas in Toronto, he was kind of in the spotlight a little more often than he should have been. Uh, maybe maybe took a little bit more. I mean, granted, you know, he's he's always been on the you know play on the dirty side, you know takes a lot of penalties, unnecessary penalties, but um, I didn't, you know, I I thought he would fit well in that lineup. And again, I mentioned earlier, you know, they've, they've built, they've, 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 you know, designed the blueprint or whatever and how to build a hockey team and they drafted well for years. And then they brought in the pieces, guys like Kadri, you know, um, to kind of fill in the holes, kind of like, you know, like Burkowski, Nemistikoff, um, just name, just name a few guys, and you know they brought in these pieces and they built a Stanley Cup contending team. And you know you, you look at this kind of like the pieces we have placed here in Buffalo with Eichel. You know you have Olofsson, You know Sam. You got like a big question mark with him right now. And then you got Dalene. You you, you have you have pieces in place. You kind of hope that you know ownership and management can you know look at kind of like what. Colorado and Vancouver have done, and try and mimic that as well as they can, and and build pieces around those guys, you know. But you know, there's still so many fucking question marks here in Buffalo. People, it still need to be hired. We're so, mm-hmm. we're still so fucking cool. Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll we'll get to that another day. But I got to say yeah. I have odds as of right now. Vegas is plus three twenty five. The Avalanche are second favorites, plus four hundred. Then the Lightning plus four fifty. Bruins slightly better than the. Flyers at 525 to 550 then stars 750 Islanders 850 and Dwayne's Canucks plus 1200 12 to one uh, odds to win the cup there Dwayne if you get down at the creek you can win yourself some money the Islanders I think it was like just last week or so we're like 22 to one still to win the cup I almost went and put like ten dollars on it for you cats should have done it then but I don't know I I agree pretty much with the way these odds are laid out right now. I mean, I might like the Islanders a little better than the Stars' chances, but besides that, I I can't really argue with those at all. Still lots of hockey left
1: to play. The odds can go up and down every day. Mm -hmm. Let's see how the final eight – it's time to dance, baby.
0: Seriously. Bring me the – Bring me the dancing gobblegool.
1: Bring me the dancing gobblegool on Labor Day weekend. We're having three days: Monday, <laughs> Labor Day. We're celebrating. Bring it out.
0: Hopefully, hopefully. All right, boys. Let's get into some last thoughts here. Dwayne laid on me. What do you got? I know you got some big episodes of two goalies, one Mike this week.
2: Week. So, yeah, guys. Uh, you know, we uh, recorded with Cam Jansen today, and absolutely electric as shit episode i can't wait for you guys to get a, you know there's so many good lines from cam in this episode so many good stories the guy just shoots from the hip he's brutally honest and like the one thing i like about you know you know talking to guys like person talking about their careers when they talk about their junior careers when you're young and dumb and just like the shit you get yourself into he had a lot of good stories about his time you know in uh in the ohl you know a, a good trade story um a good story about driving in his Yukon with his coaches and uh, just, uh, it it was a lot we had a lot of fun with him. So uh, before we drop it, if you had a chance to listen, uh, listen to his spit and chick episode with uh, Pat Maroon or his uh, Barstool Outdoors uh, episode, um, you know, definitely give that a listen because that's the same guy you're getting uh, in our episode uh, that we did today with uh, Cam Jansen. And then we got Eddie Lack uh, on deck for tomorrow. Uh, going to talk some Canucks hockey. Cannot wait. Um,
0: Dwayne's Canucks. Conf-
2: yep, Mike Canucks. We get a, We did get confirmation from, you know, a long-time enforcer, Stu Bickle. He's going to come on the show with us eventually, and then uh, Mike Camito, uh you know, sports, you know, hockey writer. Uh, I think he's with the other. He's uh, going to come on with us too. So um, hopefully, he'll be on with us as well tomorrow. So you know, we got a lot on tap for tomorrow. Um, and I, like I said, guys, cannot wait to bring you guys some more content over at two goalies I'm like me and Collie are excited
0: huge huge can't wait to hear those Cam Jansen's an absolute beauty the guy is hilarious so oh, that episode so is gonna be, I can just imagine him with so you and Cody, so I'm I'm very excited cats lay it on me anything
1: you got yeah the aisles Lay it, lay it all on you. You know how excited I get for the boys. Like, it's just like, ooh, summertime hockey just feels different this time of year. COVID or not, they're figuring it out. The NHL is leading by example how they're handling it in the bubble, which is great. You want to see the, the league succeed, uh, especially, you know, MLB tanking right now. But that's we'll save that for another day. <laughs> Let's go Mets, by the way. Um, but, no, the boys are looking good. They're healthy. They're fun to watch. Secondary scoring, power play woes. It's like they haven't missed a beat, but we're excited. Game one tomorrow, seven o'clock. You guys will see me. Topping to them down.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't wait for the video. All the boys have been loving them here in Buffalo. We got on the no caps bandwagon with you. I'm glad oh, we could yeah, help the new see hashtag, it
1: through. New hashtag for the series is a no fly zone. So
0: no fly zone. Yeah. Hey, you're gonna see me in Seneca One Tower with the fly swatter all na- all day long. If any. Flies are around in the area during any Blue Jays games. They're out. We got a seagull up there for uh, to take care of some of that business as well. He should be eating up those bugs I'm just very excited for all this playoff hockey we got tons of Blue Jays games this week if any of you guys are Jays fans we'll have tons of coverage for from Trainwreck Sports on Twitter we got Jerry Sullivan coming up in the Trainwreck Sports suite on Tuesday I believe that's going to be absolutely electric might do uh, possibly a live mean tweets read with him so you know that's going to be phenomenal. The guy, the guy literally, he when he came on Trainwreck tonight the first time, said that he didn't even know you could reply to tweets for the first two years. So everyone who was chirping <laughs> for the first two years, he didn't even, no idea, absolutely none. But he he loves his baseball, loves his sports. Great guy to sit and talk to about any sport. So I can't wait for that. We're gonna to have tons more content coming for you all week. But if you need any. Any electrical work, you know who to call. Positive Electric, 716-698-2711. Let them know this train never stops. They'll give you a little hookup for cats. Dwayne, and myself, Ty B. Let's go, Sabres. Hopefully one day
2: you'll get back to the playoffs because this summer don't feel right without you.